welcome back to 2988. We have episode seven here, and we're here with Zinzi and Chris. Hi. You guys want to say hey? Hey. And then, of course, we have Miss Tasha Ray. Hey, guys. Welcome back, Tasha. Thank you. So, Tasha wasn't on the last episode, and then she went on this amazing trip to Spain. I did. And came back a fiance. Yay. He he put a ring on it. (laughs) So, shout out to that. Thank you. Um, Yeah, so how are you feeling? You're two weeks in? Well, okay, so I did celebrate my birthday as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really experienced the 2988 lifestyle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the trip was amazing. We went to Spain, so we visited Madrid, Ibiza, Barcelona, Ooh. and um, yeah. I mean, this this is a whole nother episode. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a whole nother but episode. But you know what? I'm so like on the cloud right now. I'm on cloud nine. I'm so glad that we have this beautiful couple here to talk to tonight yes yes you guys you know what i'm saying when i see love look i'm on the cloud right now (laughs) she like sends me stuff on instagram and she's like this made me tear up i'm like please get over yourself like you are being dramatic um well yeah congrats to you yes we're gonna have a whole nother episode about this and you know just chatting about that um but before, so we can get into this episode. Um, Chris, Zinzi, you guys want to give us your intro? Let us know what you want the people to know about you. Doesn't have any, to be anything too long, but what should they know about you guys? Well, all right. Hi, my name is Chris. I was uh, born in Washington, D.C. I'm a graduate of Howard University, HU. You know, yes. Um, I'm studying my PhD in sociology. Okay. And I just published an article in the Journal of Black Sexuality and Relationships entitled Open to Love, Polyamory in the Black American. You should definitely go check it out. And Put that plug in. Okay. Plug, plug. Shouts out to everybody in the field doing work. Zinzi DeVoe here, uh, graduated NYU. I um, study sexuality, identify as a sexologist, and I do sex therapy. Okay. Cool, cool. So where did you guys meet, or how did you guys meet? So which story of it do you want? Because we have very (laughs) different narratives. Oh, Lord. The interesting one. Yeah. And why? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh it was an island. It was. St. Thomas. Mm-hmm. And we were at a black sexology conference. Mm-hmm. And um, both of us were presenting. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be a bit bigger, the conference, but it, it was tiny. Very intimate. Yeah. <laughs> intimate. <laughs> like the way it was played up, you thought it would be huge, but it was probably what, like 15, 20 people. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. That's a gathering. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. So, I thought I was late, but everyone was late, and you were out of time. Of course. And, um, I don't know, it was kind of like love at first sight. Aww. It was like, oh my gosh, who is that guy? And I was trying to play it cool, like, what am I going to do? I think I should sit by him. Okay, so you because you know, there's him? different seats available, mm-hmm. so, um. Pause. So, when she walked in the door... <laughs> I looked at her like, damn, who the hell is that? And I was typing my computer, and we locked eyes for like a second, 
And I was like, all right, she comes sits next to me. It's game time. Like, that's just what it is. <laughs> then you really got to Like, is, yeah. So she came and sat by me. And she like it was like the slight brush walk by and just walk past you to let you know your presence is there. Mm-hmm. And then the sit, it was very, she was strategic. Okay. I was like, oh, you have a, um, a plug over there? I think I should. <laughs> I need to use that. I think I need to plug in, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so you guys are... Uh, oh, that's not the end of the oh, story. Well, you know, Is there more? Well, the conversation, the conversation. And, and then how we started, mm-hmm. you know, I was flimsing over and what he was working on. I, too, hadn't finished my presentation, mm-hmm. so we were both finishing our presentation while watching other presentations right. and we would he would make these little whisper these comments that I was actually thinking <laughs> and um, also yeah just the topics and our mm-hmm. areas of expertise and we just vibed intellectually mm-hmm. immediately yes so yes yeah quick question mm-hmm. you guys and I'm sorry I don't I don't know a lot about is it polyamory? Polyamory. Yeah. So consensual non-monogamy. Okay. So you guys are considered partners, not like girlfriend boyfriend. Both. Both. All, all of the above. Like, okay. The terminology is so weird because, like, we live in a mononormative society. What does that mean? Mononormative, like monogamous, is the normative. Okay. It's right. the bar that's set. It's what you describe relationships off of. Right. So if you say girlfriend and boyfriend. It's like, oh, okay, so, but then you say, hey, I may have two girlfriends. Or she'd be like, I have a boyfriend and somebody I'm this with. Mm-hmm. People are like, they like, they get, it, like they get the, the straightest of the stale faces mm-hmm. of confusion and just utter this, like, they're just utterly, they just don't get it. Com- it's confusion. It's confusion. Because it's not what people would consider normal, like right. you just said. How long uh, have y'all been together? So we met in March. Was it March when mm-hmm. that comes with? April. It was it April. Something like that. Uh, March, late, late March, early April. Yes. Of what okay. year? April first. Uh, of two thousand sixteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was somewhere on there. So we're gonna get more into your relationship mm-hmm. and um, the polyamorous lifestyle um, in a second. But first, we have to. Shout out our drink of the week. Our drink of the week is the Georgia Brown. So we have peach juice Mm -hmm. and Hennessy. Anything possible. Oh, Lord, Tasha. So, yeah, so that's our drink. Um, And it's just, you know, it's not the Simply peach juice because I wasn't feeling that bougie today. But, you know, (laughs) we're going to drink it. We're going to taste it. Cheers. Cheers. Medium high class. Medium high class. (laughs) Sophisty ratchet. Wow. Oh, I oh, think yeah. it tastes pretty good. It's not bad. It does taste really yeah. good. This is my actually. This is might be my new drink right Ooh. here. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. This is. I think this is the favorite one I had on the podcast so far. So far. Mm. Cool. Well, I'm glad I'm here to you know expose you to different things. Um, so let's play a quick game. Okay. Of this or that. Um, I'm gonna say two things, Ooh. and then you have to say what you prefer. Everybody can just say what their option is and we'll move right along to the next one okay so first american or foreign cars foreign 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 Foreign. 
And I would say, I, and by foreign, I don't mean expensive foreign. I mean like the Toyota <laughs> that I have outside. That type of foreign. Okay. Um, oatmeal or grits? Uh, Can I do neither? No, no you're uh, a good one. Uh, okay. okay. Okay, well, oatmeal because I eat that more, but I love me some shrimp and grits though. I love shrimp and grits. I would go with oatmeal though for right. like if I had to grits. choose one. Right. Grits. <laughs> Neither, Even if you I had to choose, if you had to, like you're on an island. Okay, grits. Okay. Um, ass or titties? Ass. 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 Titties. Wow, I didn't think that a guy would say titties. That's okay. Titties. It's hard um, to find a titty man now. Right, it is. Um, well, titties include nipples and right. Know. That's true. Nipples are fun. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no kids or having sex tuplets. No kids. Sex tuplets. No fucking kids. No kids. I'm good. I'm good on that. Wait, why did you say sex tuplets? That would be fun. I will love twins, triplets, and then double it up. All at one time. Yeah, kill it. Oh, I mean, but <laughs> you, I would assume you would be done after that. Like, I don't know. It would just, oh, Are you going to get sponsored by Walmart? We, I'm going to have money on deck for this scenario. You would definitely have to have right. money on deck for sex <laughs> Support in a village. Yeah. A whole village. <laughs> it takes a village. Like a whole village. Um, okay, penthouse or mansion? Penthouse. Penthouse. Mansion. Um, I think penthouse. A, man, a mansion penthouse. <laughs> no such thing. <laughs> um, do it in 32 degree weather or 100 degree weather? 100. 100. 32. Yeah. I don't like sweating. I don't understand how you don't sweat when you have sex. Like, you have to sweat when you have sex. Like, that's part of sex. And that, it just, first of all, it bothers me when people sweat. Like it's I sweating. like sweat. Sweating is disgusting. And okay. even, like, I tell my fiance, like, uh, get oh. something because... It's nasty. No, it's it's natural, and that means that I mean, is something natural, is happening and it's 100. being done right. Like I feel like warmth like makes sex better. Like I have a ceiling fan, and if I'm having sex and my ceiling fan is on, like I have to turn it off because I think that's just like just have it messes cool it. air on your back. Right? Yeah. It's just like sweat. I don't like laying in the sweat spot on the bed. Like I don't. <laughs> Girl, put him in the spot. Put him in the sweat spot. To Um, brunch or happy hour? Happy hour. Brunch. brunch, brunch. Yeah, I figured the woman would say brunch and the guy would say happy hour. Aww. Um, brunch scared. is so much. <laughs> if you had to, like um, choose between sucking toes or eating ass. Oh God, I'll eat an ass in a second over some toes. Uh, oh, I, you know what? I'll yeah. just go for the toes. I'll go for the toes. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm gonna, but. You think about but then I'm like a, a man's toes. Mm. You know they're not getting pedicures you know the way Everything, we are. I, both the ass and the toes are gonna be clean in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> One would hope. One, One would hope. But what if they're not? Oh well, I would prefer toes. Yeah, I don't want to go the And you would prefer what if it's like a jagged ass? nail? I can take a wet wipe and just like wipe my ass. I can't. I can't. I'm not gonna take the toes. I feel like for like men, they'll say like the ass before the toes, but like for us, I I just don't. I don't know. 
we not. Mm, I'm, I'm not. I'm thinking about the work that needs to be put in to clean. Like if you have horrible toes, you gotta. Yeah, like go okay. under the toenails and all the toe jam it, and toe crust. I can get like a wet wipe. You yeah, or fresh shower. out the shower. Exactly. You know, it's simple. I mean, okay. So my choice is gonna have to be toes, I guess, <sighs> or or ass. I don't know. Like both. You have to choose. <laughs> Toast. Hey. Um, and then finally Trader Joe's or Whole Foods. Mm. Whole Foods. Whole Foods. Even though Trader Joe's is more affordable. Well, you know, Whole Foods lower their prices. Now which that one? they got bought out by Amazon. All mm-hmm. of them. You so said I, which one? I've been, I've been, I've been, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all they all Yeah, now. they have okay. lowered their prices. So go check it out. Um Whole Foods is definitely my jig. I love that yeah, store. I love Whole Foods. Um, all right, well, that's everything for this or that. Um, going into our hot topics, we're just going to quickly go through some. Um, on the celebrity front, I just want to say shout out to Cardi B. First of all, you, I feel no, like I shout out Cardi you B. Can't Cardi B winning. She wanted it. to. Shout she out to Cardi B and Offset because they're out here awesome. as looking real cute as a couple. Yes. They did their thing for New York Fashion Week. Um, so who do you think is the better rapper between the two of them? <laughs> Like in their relationship, Cardi B. I think so too. I mean, but I'm I'm a stand. What What do you guys Cardi. think? <laughs> yes, mm. Cardi or Offset? I think they're on the same level. <laughs> well, I mean, clearly we all know that Quavo is the star of the Migos. Well, yeah, but I'm like not even comparing him to Quavo. But like he has songs where he's featured on by himself, Offset. So I never pay attention to that. So <laughs> no, they do exist. You know, I think they just have like a similar like style. They're the hype. Like the, they, right now, they yeah, are the hype. They yeah. are the hype. Wait, when you hear Offset on the track, you're just like, oh, right. shit, Offset. Yeah. Cardi. Okay. So they're out here doing their thing. They look real cute. I, I really want them to work. I hope it's just not for publicity. Like, I hope this is a real thing. Wait. Okay. So you mentioned Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Did you see Tiana Taylor? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Baby girl's always bad. She slays. She. She. she her body bad. slays to the gods. Okay. Like, <laughs> she is amazing. Um. So Rick Ross just had a baby by an Instagram model. Okay. Um, and so today uh. he actually posted a video of this baby and he has like stacks of money just laid around her. Like the baby's like That's a week year old. That's ridiculous. It's so dirty. And but it's like he built the immune system, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I think that it's too young for a child. Oh. The the baby's like a week or so, oh, and he no. just has this money. Just but you know, Callie did that before. Exactly. Callie did that. Did he? Callie he, he had a, a Snapchat with him putting money on the side. Was he seven days old? He was, he was a baby. He was a baby. I mean, okay. he still is a baby. I mean, here's the thing. Can we wait for a month? If you have millions and millions of dollars. Would you not take a picture of your baby with money? Definitely no, not. Because no, you not. We, we know, know Rick Ross has money. We know you got money. So you, you, don't have you don't have to do it. Baby got you money. You know what? They may not have money. That's why they need to floss no, it. No, Khaled is so that they, <laughs> they definitely. Like, we were talking about two other people, maybe, but they, they have. They have like they don't have to do that. You know, but when you 
live a grandiose lifestyle, it costs mm-hmm. a lot of money. So you have to put things in perspective. But they you also don't pay cars. for a lot of things. They don't. They're rich. I'm used to seeing like dudes in the hood do that. Like I see a lot of hood people put money on babies and stuff like that. On your Facebook, you see crazy things. My Facebook, I don't know who I follow on Facebook. My Facebook a little ranch. Right. Um. Okay, and then. Little Kim and Remy Ma posted a picture in the studio together. Um, some the caption was something like "Queens recognize queens" or something like that. Oh. Do we think they're dropping hot fire in the in the studio together? I think they will. And then and do we for... think that it's not going to be about Nicki Minaj because like you can't make your career about talking about somebody else? Are so they like, are they dropping relevant fire? I don't know what it, what it's going to be, but I I just wanted some predictions. I mean, I, 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 I love about. Remy, um, but she's definitely going to talk about Nikki. She is. Yeah. I mean, I love but, her, but like, she's going to talk That about can't her. be the rest of her career. At what point does she need to stop talking about... Maybe she'll come for Cardi. <laughs> no, no they're not going to come for Cardi. But here's the Cardi. thing, like, Nikki is at a stage that they never reached. Yes, I know. So, but... Getting trying to get there, you don't try to get there by ta- right. Yeah, like some you don't battle rap somebody that's already oh, where you want to be. They're aged like, out. Like I love, I love them too. They're aged out. You're not relevant. Nobody's trying to hear the battle rap no more. Yeah. We're trying to hear the pop. Boom, 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 boom. No, I'm not like, trying to hear. I'm trying to hear. That. I, I want to hear the battle rap. In, in mass, <laughs> but in mass. What do people want to hear? Well, yeah, mass. That's what and that's what matters because money matters. Oh yeah. That's where I mean, I'm just hoping, I hope that, you know, with that caption, Queens, recognize Queens and things like that, that they, you know, maybe make a song about women empowerment and don't mention Nicki Nicki Minaj at all. No, just lift each other up and take the high road. And or little Kim make a women's. Well, she said that's why she brought all the women out at Summer Jam. Uh, Summer Jam, yeah. Was for unity. So, I don't know. We'll see, but. I just, you know, wanted to inform you guys of what was going on. Um, Thank you for that update. Yeah, of course. Um, there's a new app that two formal, former uh, Google execs are shopping around. It's called Bodega. Uh-oh. And so the Bodega app basically puts these, um, what they call like portable stores basically it's not even a store it's like it's a, a box it's a box yeah and yeah. you have like items that you would normally go get from the corner store or the bodega and um the app is actually like the the icon is like a picture of the cat because you know they talk mm. about the bodega cats a lot so um they are doing this in hopes of kind of getting rid of bodegas and the the mom and pop shops um they're starting on the west coast so i don't really know how you know bodegas or corner stores work on the west coast but i just feel like they're not going to be able to come around dc and get rid of the mom and pop and definitely not new york yeah so their plan is to like have these boxes within a hundred feet of one another, so people can just kind of go in. You grab. There's some technology that can sense what you're taking out, and then it just charges your card for it. Oh, that oh wait, this wallet. is not a delivery service. No, it's not no. a delivery service. You oh. have to walk up to the box. First of all, oh. why are you trying to shut down mom and pop stores? Exactly. Are these, are these Google? They're white. They have to. Be. They make the best, best they, sandwiches. First I, of all. <laughs> I don't. They are not black. Um, from the names, yeah, from the names, 
they they are not black. I don't. They're definitely they not gonna sell, sell Lucy's. This is the reason why it's not gonna work. In Can the I get a black from there? Right. Like, you're not gonna be able to get your Lucy's. Right. You need your smartphone. And you have to connect it to right. You have to connect it to a card and the app. I'm like niggas ain't doing that. But that's why it works probably in California because I I mean I ain't never really seen no bodegas out there. True. But in New York, I, man, that's not going to fly. It's, all I know is it's not going to work in the hood. And so no. the, the the funny thing about it is the person that I saw that posted it, when they reposted it, they put, what the fuck, a digital gentrification. Oh, and I just oh, thought it was, like, hilarious because, like, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, they're in hopes of, like, shutting these people down. But oh. I have faith in our local corner stores and bodegas that we're not rocking with this app when See, they gonna have that right they be, they, I would. Shout out to Insecure. Right. Yes, I, yes, would. I would. <laughs> I would. Yes. That's a perfect segue hey. into our next topic. Hey. Insecure. So, we have to wait a whole nother year until hey. the season starts it's again. Awesome I'm so sad. It is. I was it so, is. like, I was so, I, at first I was fighting against watching it because, like, when I watched the YouTube of her with like awkward black girl, mm-hmm. I loved it because mm-hmm. it was so raw, it was so pure. Right. And then knowing that it got like picked up, it was going to be like oh, watered down. Yeah. Was, like, yeah. But it's still it's very relevant. Like it's still very, very still relevant. Awkward. She's awkward. Oh girl. yeah, she's very awkward. Um. So a few things that I wanted to talk about. Um. Spoiler so this up. is from this is from a few weeks ago, <laughs> but the Issa and Daniel thing. Ooh. When they, when she like, when you know, wanted to go above and beyond and give him head, and then <laughs> basically he like, I he, I felt like he said, "Oh shit, I'm about to come," right. and she, away. she moved away, and then it got on her face and really in her she eye. She overreacted. She over fucking reacted, mm-hmm. and then this is the thing. I'm like, when you get that warning, ladies, when you get the and gentlemen, you know, it yeah. might be some guys on here that Prepare do that, yourself. but you need to. Go in knowing I'm either about to swallow or I'm getting the fuck out the way. But when you hear that warning, you need to decide what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. She true. did hesitate. But remember when they were at the sex explosion, she said that she really wasn't she into really giving head. So right. maybe she just didn't know what to she do. Didn't know. But th- that's my advice. Decide going in. You either swallowing or you're not, and if you're not, you need to move. As, as the resident uh, male, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, first of all, it takes a lot to shoot that high from that angle. I mean, like, it was definitely that's a lot. It was definitely for some guys have different ranges. Uh, yes, some guys have different ranges. <laughs> what I'm saying is, not every guy is going to hit like a like a like right, off right. like that. But when he did say. Warning. He gave yeah, a warning. He did give a warning. I'm I'm a believer that if you give the warning and it's then on you. Yes, no. If he I like, feel like I would have been upset if he and felt a so so much different if he didn't give her like a warning. Like he didn't say anything. Right, but he did. Right. Um, okay. So then But it was funny. And it's not it's pretty no, good for but, the skin. <laughs> it has um, yes, benefits yes. Yes. and um it's you know, there's a lot of stigma around those types of secretions and mm-hmm. you know it's too bad because it is it can give a I did hear that um, semen, so semen facials were good yes you're supposed and to put it you're supposed to take it, it and put it on your face bit, and let then, it dry and then like a mask yeah, yeah. it's a mask mm-hmm. 
I mean, and then there's also stats on swallowing and the benefits of that where you it um, decreases your chances of gaining weight. Oh, shit. As well as, Tab, do you, you know, swallow? Definitely not against it, child. Depends Easier on what you clean eating. up. Right. Pineapple. Oh, right. You know, you want to. That's true because it will have different tastes depending, depending on your diet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I think when I swallow, I don't even taste it. I just let it hit the back of my throat and then we just Take go down and like because I just you don't want to save. I don't even want to know. <laughs> There's proteins. Yeah, and if they get swallowed, I mean, so. <laughs> That's that. Um, <laughs> their closer conversation. Um, Lawrence and Issa Ooh. had that closure conversation um, in the season finale where basically they're like, you know, I still love you so much and blah, 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 blah. And I think people thought that they were going to, you know, say, well, let's try to get back together. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like we've all had conversations or we've all had partners yeah. or exes where we still love, but we know that they are not for us. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. do you think that a closure conversation is necessary? Because I personally, I don't. I think that you can move on without having a closure conversation. And I think that that's how a lot of people get stuck going back into relationships. It's because they're like, oh, I never had this closure conversation. I've never had closure. Like, what is closure? What does even closure look like? It's different for different individuals. And I think that closure, people may value it at different. Like, I fe- I would feel better having some type of closure. And closure can look different to different couples. Mm-hmm. So if that means a conversation, so that, you you know, one more time putting it in somewhere. No. Grand finale. Can we just do, you know. Whatever that looks like, but it would be great if everyone was proactive and kind of discussed what the end scenario might look like. Like I'm all for closure conversations, not because I feel like it's necessary, but I feel like it releases a level of assumption. Like what what really burdens a lot of people at the end of relationships isn't that the relationship ended, is that they don't have some type of understanding of what they did, how they did it, whys, the whys, the whys. And having that closure conversation at whatever level allows the whys to be had. Like, you look at Insecure, they broke down like, well, this is this, and this is that, and this and this. Mm -hmm. So you know that when you move forward, you're making a decision that's, quote-unquote, educated. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, yo, we, we talked about this, we did. And every closure conversation I've had in my life, it has helped me move faster on. So you think that if Lawrence, because I mean, well, both of them, you think if both of them had the that conversation earlier, a lot of their actions would have been different. I don't think they were in the position to. You don't think yeah. they were ready yet? Yeah, they okay. weren't ready. They were still mad. Well, okay. Lawrence was definitely still mad. Yeah, I mean, they both were. Yeah. Um, it's because outside of that restaurant. They said some things to one another. And I was just like, damn. If you want to do some fucking niggas, I'm like, right. whoa. Yeah. Being yeah. a fucking hoe. Being right? a fucking hoe. I was just like, oh, Yo. Jesus. Okay. thing is that there's Hashtag not Hashtag Team Lords. <laughs> if things are unspoken, mm-hmm. um, it may be harder to let go. And everyone has lessons to learn, especially from relationships. So if you 
um, are messing up in some type of way, or you have a pattern in one relationship and you don't get that resolved, you're likely to be carrying it on to the next Baggage. relationship. Mm. So mature Baggage. individuals who are interested in leaving their partner off better than when they started mm -hmm. or just genuinely interested in their well-being or care for their happiness and self-growth, I think it's would be advantageous for couples to kind of just have a conversation mm -hmm. to hash out the lessons or what they could have done better or what really went wrong so they're less likely of repeating it. Exactly. I mean, that's good. That's a good perspective on closure conversations because like I said, I my closure conversation is the conversation that we have when we break up. Like, I'm, clo I'm closed at that point. Like, we done. So, I mean, but you guys bring a very good perspective to it. Um, but It's attachment styles and how yeah. you deal with anger and hurt, pain, mourning, um, how people are with goodbyes, how mm -hmm. people are with termination. And so, oh, many different factors. Yeah, to everybody's different. I mean, I like how they were able to kind of like apologize for what went wrong mm -hmm. and I feel like sometimes that's needed yeah. to move forward because like, yeah. I don't want to hold, hold this hate in my heart for you so I want to be able to forgive and move on mm -hmm. and I feel like that's an important part of closure conversations Forgiveness. for you to really move on like okay you know I'm sorry for doing this I'm sorry for doing that okay we've established that and we can move on so I think that's an important part, like, for me, honestly, in a closer conversation, like, I feel like the apology part and, you know, mm -hmm. accepting what went wrong mm -hmm. and moving on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the last person I want to talk about is my girl, Molly. Hey. Um, so, Molly surprised me. One of my friends told me the episode before the season finale, she was, um, he was like, um... Yeah, Molly is is going to give some cheeks to the the lawyer dude. I was mm -hmm. like, Molly is not into him. Like, mm -hmm. as if what the fuck ever. What are you talking about? You're so stupid. And then Molly fucks the man on the couch. Mm -hmm. So I was like, damn. Anything possible? Right. Anything possible? <laughs> so, but then at the end of the episode, Molly is back trying on lingerie, and she opens the door, and it's drove. That so. What's going on with Molly? What's going on with our girl Molly? Like, I thought she was like really being strong. Well, first of all, the whole Dro situation. I am firm in my belief that Dro is not in an open marriage. He's definitely not. Like, he's lying. Really? Like, I mean, but how would the dinner have gone? Do you think the dinner would have gone any differently if he was in an open marriage? If, you know, if it was like. Yeah, he's definitely in an open marriage. Like, would it have gone differently, or would the dinner still have been the same? I think it's up to the agreements that the people have in the open marriage. Like, you can't you can't just guess or think that because they're open that anything goes at any point in time. Right. right. Like, they have the agreement that some have the don't ask, don't tell. Like, hey, you can go do as you do. I just don't want to know about it. Okay. Some have the you tell me everything. Some have the little intermediate. So, if they were really in an open marriage... We can't tell because it could have been the don't ask. He's just like, hey. But it was the way in which he said it for me as somebody who is open mm -hmm, and in right. a polyamorous relationship. I was like, uh. The way he said what? It was just like, oh, yeah, let me walk out first. Okay. Now, if he would have said, right. hey, mm -hmm. if he would have explained it more and said, hey, like, 
yeah, we're in this open thing, but she really doesn't want to know when I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Then I would be like, all right, you covered your bases. But I mean, because they're friends, shit. they could walk back to the table exactly. together. Exactly. They're childhood friends at that. Right, so, he being real fishy right shady, now. Shady, shady boots, shady boots. Okay, so that is the perfect segue into what our actual segment is going to be about. Um, so polyamorous relationships like i just one day there's a website and i can't even remember the name of it but i spent like a whole day at work like on this website more than one more than two i don't i (laughs) could not remember the name of it but and i was just like reading into just you know the lifestyle and everything so to be clear there is a difference between polyamorous and polygamous yes can you can we start Ooh, there? Different. Can you let us know what is the difference? Okay. Yes. So, please. Polygamy is a structure where one partner in a relationship has the multiplicity or multiple partners, but the other partners do not. There are two forms of this. There's polyandry, where a person who identifies as a woman has multiple partners and the partners do not. And there's polygyny, which is what we think of when we think of polygamy, mm-hmm. is where a man or a male identifying individual has multiple partners and his partners do not. Like the sister was okay. show. Mm-hmm. Like that. Yes. Right. So okay. polygamy is somebody has partners, but the partners can't have other partners. Right. Correct. Patriarchal. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Very. Or or Matriarchal, either way, but it's usually it's one or the other. Well, the one we see on TV, the one we see on TV, okay. But historically, both systems have existed. Native Americans were polyandrous, there were Nigerian uh sects that were polyandrous. There's in the Himalayas, in in China, all around the world, there was polyandry as well because society before the importance of lineage was extremely matriarchal because Mm -hmm. women were important, like. Before we took over the world literally as humans, the woman was the most important because you were the life givers. Mm-hmm. And without you, we could not survive. Now still. that yeah, still. Now still. that still, but now Be that clear. we can Neil's yeah, exactly. Now that we can survive. Y'all can try. You know. <laughs> so it's just it's things have changed. Still me. So but then there's polyamory. And polyamory is where partners in any relationship, according to their own desire, want an agreement, can have other partners. Okay. So there's people who have like polymono relationships where one person's polyamorous, the other person's monogamous, but they really just want to be with that person, but they're okay with them having others. And then you have like... So, okay, yeah. let's stop there for mm-hmm. that one. Would... Just from from somebody that is what I would consider monogamous, like when I'm in relationships, just hearing that would make me think that the person that is the monogamous one in that relationship is almost like kind of insecure. Like, why would you, why would you be okay with your partner being with other people, but you are dedicated to this person, to this one person? Well, I'll kind of say, why not? More so, do you love the person? Do you want to be interacting with the person? To what extent are you willing to sacrifice your... And Like, I've, I'm poly, but mm-hmm. I was in a monogamous relationship. So, some if, if, if a poly and a mono person are together, mm-hmm. someone's sacrificing. And actually, mm-hmm. both are sacrificing. True. To right. be able to um, negotiate what's what can be worked out between between them and at some point mm-hmm. you know they say that they may not be compatible unless someone's given into something right but if you just stay in the moment and enjoy 
you know, instead of being so worried about the future and, you know, just be enjoying each other's company and dealing with what what it looks like in the moment, then... And on the flip side, I've known a polymono relationship that's lasted up to 20 years. Hmm. And, and the one thing that I got a piece of advice from them was, was like, look, the point of love and relationship is to respect and want each other to grow to your fullest potential regardless if it looks like what you like or not. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we have this concept of love that is when we are in love, we want them to fit us. Like, I want you to do this because I'm comfortable with this. I want right. you to sacrifice. No. May possibly love is breaking down your own barriers to a I mean, well, person. Love know? and relationships are compro- uh, a compromise. Completely. Right. Um... So, yeah, okay. <laughs> I have lots of questions. So, what, um, tell us a little bit about what your agreements are and, like, what are well, you guys... Before we even go there, can you talk about when you even decided that you wanted to, like, live this lifestyle? Like, when did this, like, click for you? Like, I want to do this. And, like, how did you even think about that? How did you even know this was even lifestyle to live? Like, from the beginning, I guess, you know? I guess for me, um... I've been open to understanding different ways of relating to people Mm -hmm. um, and understanding that in certain cultures there are certain privileges for certain individuals. But um, my parents were never married, um, so there's a whole bunch of stigma associated with that in the United States. However, Mm -hmm. when I traveled to other places, it wasn't considered a big deal at all. Like, do you have parents? Yes. Okay, you're straight. Um, and so my parents, they don't use this language, but I would consider them having an open relationship because when we were together, we would travel together. They were booed up, Mm -hmm. but then we don't live with each other. They're not together. And, and then my dad had, I have a half brother. Mm -hmm. And so like, so clearly there's other and at some point, my mom had a fiancé. And so, like, I guess I knew that it's possible to love more than one person. It, that path. there were other ways to do it, basically. Right. Well, I just knew that, you know, marriage, then child, which mm-hmm. is a script that we're given. Right. And it's what we're taught should be. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a product of that. Right. Mm-hmm. So I knew that there's other ways of relating to each other that doesn't have to be pathologized. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you? Well, I was the opposite. I came from the stereotypical, like, marriage, then children, mm-hmm. then build a house, and then all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, my parents, they got married at 18 and 17, wow. and they had kids from there, and they've been married ever since, and supposedly never cheated on each other. That's their narrative. I don't know the truth. I'm not questioning it, mm-hmm. but hey, it is right. what it is. So, you say supposedly. You don't think that... Probably. Do, you, you, are you somebody that doesn't think that monogamy is, like, natural? No. I think everything is up to choice. What I do believe is this that people will have put up fronts of certain structures simply because of what society has wanted. Mm-hmm. And particularly when you're dealing with black families, that has happened a lot. Mm-hmm. Particularly black families from the South. I don't doubt my dad's or my mom's integrity at all. But I do question their want to keep up a facade. Okay. I. And they're human. So I just leave it at that. So for me, it was... 
I grew up in a very traditional household. My parents have been married for 30-some years. Okay. What brought me to polyamory was the fact that I wanted to be able to be completely honest about my needs and desires as a person, not as a man, not as a woman, as a person, and say that, hey, this is what I'm happy with and this is what I'm not. And if I'm not happy with this, I don't want to hurt you in my pursuit for it. I don't like causing people pain. Mm -hmm. I don't. And a lot of the way that we handle our pursuit for what we want and desire causes a lot of people pain. Well, what age did you realize this? 25. 25, okay. I feel like I was a lot younger. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if I ever prescribed, like, I just always questioned what was considered normal. And it brings up your, you know, answering your question, is it natural? What is natural? Is it what what animals do? Because there's there's species. (laughs) There are kind of, you know, penguins like to hold it down. You know, there's certain Mm -hmm. like species that prefer to partner up to mm-hmm. raise their offspring but a lot of the species are yeah they're, they're and so also like neuro you know by thinking about brain structures and um just how humans are set up but you have to think about how they're conditioned and Correct. what religious uh followings they're mm-hmm. uh, uh the doctrine of religious affiliation um what we're, what we believe to be the correct or our moral compass those are all things that that play into role but you say monogamy no i th- your parents are maybe traditional monogamous yeah. monogamy really means one person for your entire life okay. what we're doing now in the serial. is serial monogamy so you'll be my boo and then we're together and exclusive and then y'all break up and then you get the next boo and you're together and exclusive that's already you're already not practicing traditional monogamy it's like you're taste testing until you find the wine that you like maybe that's the one that you like yeah. enough what exactly. I always say is you marry the person that Who's bullshit you could put up with the most. most. (laughs) Um, But wait, you said something that made me think. Um, You so you want to be open and honest because you don't want to hurt people. Mm -hmm. So hearing that made me think. Okay, so you would like, and somebody may think you would like to be. You would like to be okay. You would like it to be okay for you to cheat. No, uh-uh. cheating is based off agreement. So if we agree, breaking agreement. Break an agreement okay, right. To cheat is to break an agreement. If we have an agreement, uh-huh. then I'm not cheating. Okay, but also, in a. By the way, each couple needs to decide what cheating, cheating is. Because there's no within, universal. Okay. I think there's a lot of assumptions that people make. Like, but you have to. Each couple has to decide what they're comfortable with. They're not. Some people would say it's cheating. If you watch pornography, right? Mm. Some people would say if you dream about another person, you're cheating. You're cheating. So that's the conversation not. you have. So exactly. each couple, if they, you know, want to be on it, should be clear about what cheating is. Because mm-hmm. some some couples are okay with you um, going to the movies with um, someone else. No. Some people are not okay with that. Some people, you know. That's our movie. There's so Okay, so so pause. So what, give us a little bit of, just so we have like a streamline and can kind of see where you all are coming from. Mm -hmm. What are some of the agreements that you all have? Or um, deal breakers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like what what is considered cheating? And then 
From the okay, go ahead, yeah. and then I have another question. <laughs> you want to go first? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, my I'm a very open person. I have very few deal breakers. Okay. Um, mainly like three. My deal. I'm very health oriented, mm-hmm. and I'm just honesty and transparency oriented. I don't care who my partners have sex with. I I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. But what I do care about is whether if they're asking the pivotal health questions like, right, right. hey, do you have this? When was the last time you were tested? Mm-hmm. Or if they are having sex with somebody and they have something that they're divulging and giving the opportunity for that person to make an informed decision. Because mm-hmm. if you look at how diseases are spread, yeah, it's because people don't say, hey, I have this. Right. And that's fucked up. Right. No, yes, it is. It's super fucked up. But there's a lot of stigma around having something simple like Mm -hmm. herpes. It's like simple. Like herpes, yes, simple. More than 50% of the people in the United States have it. Yeah, don't they say like one in three? Three? One in three? Maybe. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? It's a very high percentage, but there's such like the usher thing. Oh, my God. He has herpes. Yeah, so does your mama probably. So does your grandma. (laughs) So does your auntie, your uncle, your cousin. Like... Cool, but give somebody the opportunity to consent to that. Okay. To and be like, okay, okay, I'll move forward with this. Exactly. You know. Right. Um, and then other than that, actually, that's really my only one. Mm-hmm. Just give people the option to know what they're getting themselves into, and and just tell the truth. Like, if you're just telling the truth, literally, yes, it makes you vulnerable. Cool. And we don't like to be vulnerable as people because we have been taken advantage of, possibly, mm-hmm. or we've been hurt. Da 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 da. But the one thing I've noticed is that in a cycle of hurt, it just continues the cycle. Right. And you have to break it at some point. You have to be crazy enough to say, hey, I have this and this is what it is. I just told this girl who I was like, I told her, hey, I think you're beautiful and da, 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 da. And she asked if I was in a relationship. And every time I get that question, I'm like, <sighs> oh, yeah, how do you answer yeah, how do you that? <laughs> I literally answered. I'm like, okay, I'm in a polyamorous relationship. And I have a partner and I have other interactions and my interactions are sometimes sapio or just like intelligence. They're emotional or sometimes they're sexual or sometimes they're all of them. Mm-hmm. And I'm very open about that. And if you would like to know more, here it is. And I usually feeds into like another 30 minute conversation where I end up getting denied an opportunity. Mm-hmm. But because most women are not. They are just like, no. Right. Yeah. But you also find that that honesty on the back end come back and say, hey, I actually really fuck with you because you're honest. Like, I have a mono bay. I call her my mono bay because she's monogamous. Mm-hmm. And she had that reaction. She was just like, okay, I respect it because you were so honest, but I really don't think I can bang with it. Mm-hmm. And then as, you know, time has passed, she's mono bay now because... I, so you still like so you okay so wait so I need to again <laughs> I need to know so what is the agreement here like you all can both just we're we are super into honesty okay and open communication and transparency so right. that's first okay. and foremost I want to know who he has sex with and okay. he can just tell me that and I just want to know mm-hmm. and there's two conditions I told him you cannot have sex with my mother and you cannot have sex with my best friend. Other than that, it's a fair game. That makes sense. (laughs) Because it's just gonna... Because I don't want to jeopardize our relationship. Because at that point, 
my relationship with him, his dynamic is going to change based off of his actions. So to avoid all that, let's just be clear up front. These mm-hmm. are my hard These lines. Mm-hmm. So would you guys consider each other like each other's main partner? Like, well, we don't does do he hierarchy. Co- okay. So we oh, really, okay. I was going to ask that. Do you yeah. do hierarchy? Well, I, <laughs> I like a lot. Um, I have high skin hunger. I have a high sex drive. I like a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm used to sleeping with people. I'm coming out of a marriage. Mm-hmm. We slept together every night. Oh, so you were you've been married before? Yes. Okay. I I kind of said that you know I I was poly in a mon- monogamous mm-hmm. right. situation. Um, try to open the marriage up. And it lasted oh three days. <laughs> oh, he was not having it. No, um, there's too much unlearning that had okay. to happen, and double standards, and yes. no, double no standards. honesty. Like he was like, oh, you can, you know, he was interested in me having a girlfriend that he yeah. could have, like the classic. That he could have access to. Oh, so yeah, then again, so girl again, but, of course. but listen to which kind of girl. All now she has to be femme. Mm-hmm. She has to, you know, okay. blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, dumb. well, so. So it wasn't necessarily something that you were, I, not what you wanted. It's something that he wanted, like no, for like fantasy I purposes. Want, I but I was down for a threesome. I was down to to do that. But mm-hmm. I'm also can't. I'm I'm. I value freedom mm-hmm. and autonomy. And so when you're restricting who I will choose as a lover, right. But you're not restricted now. I don't. I don't like double standards. So. So if you it's not like I was policing who he could bring home. Right. So if so but one thing I'm hearing is that in a poly relationship, you have to be honest, one. Right. And you have to be open. Um, open to the extent that of what your partner wants to know. Like if your partner wants to know, you know, who you're sleeping with, and if that's something that you agree to, then that's the conversation. There's some that people that don't want to know. Right. Like so, it's all agreement based. Yeah. Right. Some some people I mess with do not want to know. Yes. That's our agreement. Okay. So wait. So back to the hierarchy. So there is no hierarchy. Or is there like... I, I feel like you guys have two different answers. Yeah, we might. So mm-hmm. I, I theoretically have a different answer than what I am... Beha- my behavior. So like... I get the non-hierarchy part mm-hmm. of it, um, but I, I just, I don't, I like you're if you're out with another guy. Right Chris now, calls, I can say like I like this person more than this person. Good. I like this dick more than that dick. I like this go. person more. I can say like I can. I can run stats like I like these <laughs> aspects of it. Like I have preferences. Like yes. I, pre- I have preferences in terms of who I want to be spending my time with mm-hmm. and who you're my free what time. From. And when I have certain needs, I have certain people that I would prefer, you know, doing certain things with. Mm-hmm. I guess the overall, you know, just idea of like love, like 
I like this person might give me good dick. This person might give me this, but I really love this person. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm in a. I also like this abundance consciousness versus scarcity. So you know, love. I I can't say you know I I I really feel like I could be in love with more than one person mm-hmm. at a time, and I. And, you know, I can compare, like, oh, I love you more than I love you, but... So, I'm, I'm, I like being in the moment and my feelings and kind of going with the flow, and I'm a, I'm a free spirit like that. So, to me, I'm loving my partner m- more than I love a lot of other people, so that's why I'm privileging spending my time or choosing to invest more resources in this relationship because of where I because of my heart where my heart's at mm-hmm. so it's just subject to change at any moment well I want to know what Chris feels about this about the you know hierarchical or is it not that or what I'm not hierarchical um I do have preference and I do believe that everybody has a role in somebody's life and when I say I'm not hierarchical, that means that everybody has the same value for me. I see it as instead of trying to build a mountain, I see it as a jigsaw puzzle where if you don't have one piece, you still don't have a complete puzzle. Mm-hmm. So for me, like, yeah, her and I may live together, right? So to a lot of people, that means, oh, she's your primary, she's your main, she's the most important. No, possibly she's just the person I can live with the best. And it's just very functional. When right. I approach relationship, yeah, I do have the emotional, whatever that means, because I really don't like definitions of emotional that we often push for. I'm very functional. It's, hey, what characteristics do you have, and can those characteristics match? If mm-hmm. they don't, then maybe we shouldn't be interacting in this way. And I think a lot of people get caught up in horrible relationships because they get caught up on quote-unquote emotion instead of functionality. Like, think of how many relationships you would have stopped immediately if you thought about how it functioned. Right. Oh, all of them. Exactly. (laughs) So it's like, I I operate off function. It's like, so I may have a better time, quote unquote, with somebody else, but that doesn't mean I can live with them. Right. That's true. That's true. I I I just want to say, like, just because I love someone more doesn't mean that I don't love someone else a lot right like so a lot of love right i i think my main question is so i know that when i'm serious with somebody and they're my partner um and there's certain situations that i'm in if they call me and they need me for anything like i'm dropping everything Mm -hmm. and i'm taking care of them Mm -hmm. but then like in with other people if i'm just dating and they like hit me up they're like what's up or they might hit me up with a dire emergency I'm like I'm sorry I'm a little busy right now so like would you all drop like let's say you guys are out with other partners do you guys drop everything with those people because one of you has called the other one like I need you right now like is is that a thing for me, it's up to the situation. It's yeah. not person-based. Okay, so it's more situation. Right. But if you just mad because there's a cricket in your house, kill the cricket. Like, okay. like you to, get a broom. It has to be like a real room. It depends. Yeah. Like, For me. I, I mean, 
I'm a whole, you know, like, I'm going to do what I have to do. I, again, I get in my feelings. So, like, mm-hmm. if my partner needs me, yeah, that's, what do I got to do to get those needs met? Right. But if my boo needs me, too, and with my partner, I might have to be like, okay, um, I got to, ha- I got to handle this, mm-hmm. too. Like, what are, what are, what are the, the, what is the consequence? What are the negative effects of me handling some? It's like a friend. You have mm-hmm. many friends. This friend needs you, and that friend. Is it both of them need you exactly. at the same time? Is that the scenario we're creating? So then I'm in a predicament, and mm-hmm. I have to make a tough decision. Right. But I have right. to weigh out what the scenario is. And those are the consequences of having multiple relationships. Like I was asked recently. Like, have you ever, you know, left somebody else because somebody else was having an issue? Yeah, I have. And I've explained it out completely because the issue itself was important enough for me to leave. So was it it's necessarily not, the person? It's like it's this. The, the situation. And it could be a friend, too. Like, you with a partner, but your friend needs you. You have to right. leave your partner because mm-hmm. your friend. It's relationships. Mm-hmm. And who are you going to... How, you know, to what extent are you going to be there for different people that have different, whole different... Like, there's big R versus little R. And this is something I always say. Like, big R relationship is, hi, my name is Chris. Your name is this. We're now in a relationship because we're relating to each other. Mm-hmm. And then there's the little R relationship things that we like to designate and delineate. Like, you're my boyfriend, you're my girlfriend, you're my wife, you're my fiance, you're my best friend, you're my best best friend, you're my bestie, you're my da 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 And we forget that the big R is really just how we interact with each other, period. Mm-hmm. I focus on the big R because I understand that the little R's are so constructed and completely subjective that you could literally think you're doing something right in a circumstance, but because somebody has a different subjective understanding of that little R, you're wrong. Don't have time for that. Big R. So... I want to know, like, as far as, like, your family and friends, like, how do they take to you all living this lifestyle? It's hard for everyone because we've been conditioned. Mm -hmm. We have certain assumptions. And what what is the, that dream narrative, you know, you get in a relationship Mm -hmm. and it's assumes that it's monogamous and then you get married and then you have children and then you have a house and whatever. It's just... So scripted and and uh, yeah, people are. There's a lot of stigma around it. There's a lot of misunderstandings. There's a lot of ignorance. There's people just don't know what it is, so they're just gonna make assumptions. And there's a lot of pushback and there's a lot of discrimination, stigma, and negativity around it. And so, as far as like discrimination, what have you like had any type of discrimination towards you? When you tell people that you're a poly? Well, she doesn't. I'm not out. Okay. I avoid that. Yeah, so would I... There's, you know, legally, mm-hmm. we, it's a situation getting married because now that polyamorous relation, it's not... Marriage is not um, legal for poly people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of real life scenarios where it's not advantageous to state that because I mean well I feel like it's like a a double standard for like women than for men 
I feel like Chris might get praised for that, but I feel like you, they might be like, oh no. So so Chris, you are out. Mm-hmm. You are very open and um about your lifestyle. What type of reactions do you get from people? I get every I. You made a point. I get praised. I get praised until they realize that the women that I'm talking to talk to other people. Right. That's true. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of guys would be like, like, oh, you have all these girlfriends, but when you realize, well, you know, my girlfriends can have boyfriends, but... They're like, oh, no, oh, (laughs) hell no. They think that because people think it's polygamy, and so they're thinking that I'm some oppressed person that is, you know, tolerating the scenario, and I have... You know, all this drama and... All this baggage. Or like I said earlier, you're insecure, quote unquote, because you're... But they don't know the other side of it is that you are also I feel like you have to be a little more secure. Right. Right. Or or just accepting of your insecurity. Like, there's a lot of times where I'm insecure and jealous. It happens. Those are natural emotions. Fear is a natural thing. You're going to fear something. If you have such an attachment to something and a love for something, you're going to fear leaving you. You're going to fear all these things. Mm-hmm. However, it's not about, and a lot of people are like, you just have to stop your emotion. No, that's stupid. You can't do that. You can respond differently, though. So do you have a fear that of, of losing her? Always. And But why? So why? If you guys are in this open situation that you guys can both kind of do as you please because not all situations last forever okay and people can always change their minds that's right. the reality of life everything is always ever changing and as somebody who works deeply in accountability and stuff of that nature you have to accept that at any point in time stuff can change so there's to acknowledge the fear and accept it allows me to be able to be more comfortable in the situation because if it does happen I'm already prepared Instead of trying to ignore it, so when it does happen, you're devastated now because you didn't have the proper structures. It's just like if a hurricane hits a place and they knew it was coming, but they didn't prepare for it, look what happens as opposed to a hurricane hits another place a couple of weeks later, less devastation, less. So I'm not a person who runs from fear Mm -hmm. I embrace the fear I accept that I'm not going to always get what I want and life's not about you and that's really the difficulty we got to get over ourselves Mm -hmm. but once you accept that everything becomes a lot easier I'm afraid a lot whenever time she goes out with somebody I'm like damn this could be the time where she's just like well I want to be monogamous now and then she I'll might have to go deal out with that. meet the one. She like, might go out and meet the one. Like it's she a might, risk. Like, you know, it's, it's a risk. It's a serious risk because I'm so open and free. Like I may fall in love. Like I fell in love with you. Like right. that's mm-hmm. a risk. And like we don't, we choose each other. It's mm-hmm. a choice. People right. may not think that you choose to be in a marriage, but you choose. Every day I'm making choices. I choose to be in this relationship. I choose to love. I choose. And, and I can change my mind at any point. And, like, being afraid of relationships ending, like, marriages can end. Right. Like, it's Nothing's supposed to permanent. never be, like, that's a, right. that's a never will it ever end until death do us part. Your sign. The divorce and, rate is 50%. Yeah. Like, we have yeah. to be realistic. Well, have you all talked about children? Yeah. So, like, how does that work? <laughs> 
when children come well, to Well, I have money. baby fever right now. Oh really bad. Like, I want kids. But I'm also a perfectionist, and I want kids under certain circumstances, Great. which requires a very lofty bank account. Like, exactly. I want to be financially stable um, in, a, in a way. And so... Yeah, so that so I'm I'm not financially where I want to be in order to do that yet. And that's the understanding we share. I have a seven year old son mm-hmm. already, and I know what it's like to try to have to raise and to be a part of a child's life when you don't have shit, and that is difficult. It's very difficult. You're in a constant hustle. And I promise myself that whatever child I bring into this world, if I bring another child into this world again. It's not going to be in that circumstance. Right. So your your son, he's seven, so you probably haven't talked to him about your lifestyle or anything, or have he you? He knows everything about it. Oh, he does? Yeah. Does he understand? It's Children adults are that are, have a hard adults time are with difficult. it. So how did you explain it to him? I didn't. He got it. Like, how did he get, like, what do you mean he got it? Here's a scenario. Ready? We're playing video games, and he pauses the game. He says, Daddy, do you have multiple girlfriends? I was like, yeah. He's like, he looked around for a second, thought about it. I don't want any girlfriends. Now, me, and, you know, I'm a very liberal person. I'm like, do you like guys? He's like, no, I don't like guys. It's just, girlfriends take a lot of work. And then we just kept playing the game. So, what do you think made him ask that question? Had he seen multiple women around? Okay. Yeah. Um, Like, they had bought him toys. They played with them. mm -hmm. And he saw that I interacted with each of them intimately. Mm -hmm. And he clicked it and put it together. And for him, it's normal. It's just like, okay, dad has multiple women. Well, I mean, we... And this is the thing. Like, with children, we kind of raise them to, like, have these this is the norm for how this is supposed to be. So mm-hmm. if he's not, you know, if he's saying like, oh, there's other options than just this. Right. So is his mother monogamous? I don't know what his mother is. Okay. We're cool to an extent. I don't know what she does and doesn't do with her mm-hmm. intimate life, but I know that she is fully aware of what I do with mine. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have never hid anything from her or him. Mm-hmm. Did she ever say to you, like, I don't want you exposing him to all of your girlfriends or your lifestyle no. um, was that a conversation that you all had to have the only thing she said to him to me about that is that I'm his mother I was like okay uh, well, I don't know why you need to say that yeah I'm like duh like duh <laughs> he came out of you like well, what do you mean but you know but you know in situations a lot of people are like well yeah this is your new mom and okay. I'm not that yeah. type okay. like I, okay. don't, I, I have no bitterness towards the mother of my child I mm-hmm. hate the term baby mama because it's so fucking ghetto and stupid mm-hmm. I have no and degrading and degrading right. like I have no issue with her at all it's, it's smooth like we were at a place where we loved each other enough and this this child was born and now he's here and he's seven mm-hmm. cool and now we live separate lives. Mm-hmm. Cool. He needs to be as much part of my life. He needs to be as part of your life. My life may be more unconventional than yours, mm-hmm. but you're also a single mother. Mm-hmm. So technically, if this was 30 years back, your life would be unconventional. Right. So we're both living unconventional lives, right. and we're just trying to make this thing work for him. Okay. Well, I, go ahead. I have another question, because since you guys live together... Um, do you have rules about who you can bring to the house? Oh, yeah. How does that work? Just 
Communication. Yeah, notify. Just scheduling. Also, you can bring people to the house. You yeah. Can. But the other... So, like, if he Just was to bring someone to the house... Like, last... Yeah. Like, you wouldn't... <laughs> last night? You wouldn't be, you wouldn't you be, be here. Somewhere else? Or well, would you depends still be here? What, it you depends might, on the, who it the is situation. and what I'm doing. There's been times where I brought to somebody's house and we've all interacted. There's times where we have been. It's been... There's a multiplicity of times. It's so many. This is very, very interesting to me. (laughs) Like, I'm like, okay. So, (laughs) when you... So, let's say you got... You guys do bring other people to the house. Like Mm -hmm. you said, last night. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, you have a heads up already that he's going to be walking in the door with someone. Mm -hmm. I Um, like that. Yeah. It's better. Sometimes I mess up and I don't because it's like an emergency situation oh, like, or I no. come home and there's someone else here yeah. and I'm like okay. I thought you were gonna be alone like, <laughs> it threw me off when you booed up with Bay, and I didn't I know. I didn't even know y'all were you gonna hang out wait so like you could've just, when you could've just simply told me in the beginning so it's fine I have to readjust you know gotta just mm-hmm. so like you have to readjust in your own home so some people would, wouldn't be okay with that. They're like, no, I want to be comfortable well, in my own house. Well, that's why I have a car and I can leave. Okay. Like, if I'm really, and he needs an update, like, I'm uncomfortable. And he'll pick up from the vibes right away. Mm-hmm. And and you have fun. Okay. But I need to, like, I can't, if I don't good. if I don't feel comfortable, like, sometimes I may not want to watch him get booed up mm-hmm. right. in my face. Mm-hmm. Like, that may not be, not today. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then I have op- other options like mm-hmm. I can go with my bae mm-hmm. like bye you just but I, I think that I'm having a difficult time I'm sorry I'm just like <laughs> I, because I would imagine and again like I've never been in a poly relationship uh-huh. so I don't know like that's why I have all these questions yeah. but I would imagine that in a being in a poly relationship like you have to kind of be okay with the fact that your partner is probably gonna have other partners it's like so why is it okay that one day you're like i don't want to see you with somebody but like that's like just what you agreed to it's because there's I no absolute in my feelings sometimes and there's no mm-hmm. absolute like, i guess that's like a natural feeling yeah like i can't really control that like i just i i wish i'd be cool all the time you like, might have I a know. rough day and you're like i just want to chill exactly. with you Chris, and then exactly. you come that's- home and he's with somebody else and you're just like oh it could have been on the Google calendar. It could have been on the calendar. <laughs> like, if you would have just put, put it, it on, on the, the calendar. calendar. Then I could have took a exactly. breather. I could have took the longer route home to get my mind right, right. So that when I enter the door, I can come in with a different attitude. I, I think the issue is that we think that simply because you're okay with something means you're always going to respond to it the same. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I think the, no. somebody would say, well, I mean, you signed up to be in a poly relationship. You're supposed to be no. okay no. with it. No, 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 no. That's what you signed you up for. Like, you have to account for the differences of human relationship. Like, there was a time within the last three months where we were out and about and I was completely upset that she was talking to somebody in the corner. Like, everybody could tell I was mad. And when I looked back, I was like, why was I mad? I was like, well, because I was mad because I called that it was going to happen. And I wanted the update, but the update never came. You wanted an update from her as to what was... Like- yeah, but you guys were at this location together? Yeah, we are at this location together. Came to a party. It was a mutual friend's, like party we were smoking hookah mm-hmm. and they ended up boot up and I, literally like i know you don't remember 
So <laughs> they were booed up in a corner in this hookah bar on U Street. I'll give perspective so you can jog your memory. And one of my friends came to me because they saw my face. And they're like, are you okay? And they're like, yo, we never see you, like, not okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, I'm good. But inside of me, I was just like, yo, I came to you and said, yo, he's feeling you. Da, 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 da. And she was like, no, he's not feeling me. And that's saying, no, y'all own each other in the corner. I'm like, yo. But, but like, that's what you, to me, I would be like, but that's what you signed. Same Like, token. you signed up for that. Same token. It's like, yo. Let me know so I, I guess know it's just the communication. Well, I didn't even know what was going on. Exactly. I, I, like, I'm having a hard time remembering. So, but, so it's it like, even like, if you all are out and the night is happening and things are... Like, how do you want her to communicate with you? Like, should she send you a text? Like, oh, hey. A this. text or something say, hey, I might end up here so I can prepare myself and then know what move I need to make. Well, is it an agreement when you go out together, y'all stay together? Sometimes, or y'all can- sometimes not. Okay, we have to make that clear from, from the before jump. you guys leave because the house. Because if we both jump out, like, oh, so we're out here, we'll end up in okay. <laughs> different okay. trajectories. We don't know. We don't know. Who, <laughs> we don't know what we're what? We in a club? Like, it's an open bar. You over there, I'm over there. <laughs> so, y'all okay. do make an agreement sometimes, like, we're going out together and we're going to we be usually, if We usually drive in the same car. We're coming back to the same house. So, we'll have the agreement that we come together, we leave together. Okay. Yeah. But there may be, um, you know, happen. a scenario where that may not be um, what's desirable. Right. So that's why we need the update. The updates are key. Like communication, I know they say the soul is such like, but communication fixes everything. So like in those instances where you guys are just kind of in the moment, like, and you're not even thinking about giving an update, does that like then cause a rift or like an argument and you guys have to like de-escalate the situation and talk about it? Like, do you talk about it in that moment? Do you talk about it the next day? Like, how does that work? Well, it's usually the next day. Okay. Or week after. Something, whenever it gets to the point where we feel, I feel like, whenever it gets to the point, I'll speak for me, whenever it gets to the point where I know that I need to talk about it, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of things I can let go. Like, mm-hmm. I understand the moment. Like, how many people want to be in a moment, a very intimate moment with somebody and have to be like, hold on, I got to go tell my boyfriend that I'm about to, like, I get it. Doesn't mean it doesn't, you know, cause anything for me, but it's a point of, yes, I did sign up for this, Mm -hmm. but there is a way to go about it to mitigate risk, Mm -hmm. to say that, hey, a quick text, boom, 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 I may disappear. It's like... You can give the heads up, like, I'm feeling this person. Like, I'm right. feeling a chemistry. So, now we're on alert. Now I can say, oh, okay. Now I can begin to, You're like, plan like, prepare like, to, like... But okay. if we don't give each other that update, it could throw it, could throw it off. Mm-hmm. So, that's why it's better it, to be proactive. Right. Like, so... We'll, we can we can joke around style. like he look we'll look at people mm-hmm. and be like, ooh, he, she cute. Or mm-hmm. like, oh. And, and then... It's learning each other's communication style. Like, normally for me, saying that, oh, I'm feeling him doesn't mean that you're going to end up fucking him that night. Well, see, but this is where we need to know now because I don't really tell you. If I'm feeling somebody, this is is the big... It's okay, we have clarity now, but like if I say I like somebody, (laughs) if I like somebody... Like you know, when I'm in a whole big ass room and you can t- you can just 
know that one person. Mm -hmm. And that's the one person you just... And then if I am pursuing versus if they're pursuing me. So there's different scenarios. So if I'm going to go, then I'm, you know... Yeah, there's just a lot so of So at what point do you tell someone, like, that may be pursuing you or that you're pursuing, like, if you're out... Hey, I'm in a poly relationship. As soon as possible. Like, like, like mm-hmm. what? I, like, hi, my name is Chris. I'm in a yeah, poly relationship. Yeah, it's really weird. Okay. Like, it basically is like by the third sentence. Like, you know, just to get it because out it's way. like, do you have a boyfriend? You know, I mean, usually, that's like, usually what's, the your first exactly. what's your name? What's your name? You got a man. And then, yeah. so yeah, it's it's usually in the beginning, and then it's also yeah. That's, and so for you, do you, when you are. When you are going through that with men, are a lot of them open to it, or like, what is their reaction? Because we, I think, like, heard his. they don't. They're all thrown off. They don't know what the hell. They're like, mm. what? Particularly from <laughs> there. Yeah, because it's like usually if you at then so it's like you know if you're at a club they'll be like you know you got a man and then. Sometimes it'd be like, yeah, and then sometimes you get the guy that like, well, I don't give a fuck. Right. Or is he here? And I'd be like, yeah. And then they'll be like, start to back up a little bit. Or um, not. They're like, you know, I have to say, you know, I'm in a polyamorous relationship. And then they're still confused. Like, they don't even know how know to react. <laughs> like, they don't. And then I'm like, yeah, you know, my boyfriend has a girlfriend. Like, they're like, it still is confusing. Mm-hmm. So they don't get it. Like, because, I don't know. Yeah, and patriarchy and like you know all this learn so my my last question for me is um at one given time how many like what's the most amount of people you had probably saturation right you had to like you know you're with at one given time like the most people so there is a term called polysaturation which speaks to you're just tapped out like there's some people just, whether it's time management, they just have a certain yeah. amount of maximum people that they can be with romantically, emotionally, sexually, spiritually, whatever. Right. Some people, that that number is different. I, I don't know. I have theories about <laughs> what that looks like. I know that I'm not at a polysaturated state right now. So I... I'm open to having another boyfriend mm-hmm. or three. Mm-hmm. I probably, yeah. So I think both, like after four, it gets really challenging. Mm-hmm. So four is the max that you. No, had I don't. I don't. We don't. I mean, you. I'll speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my max is yet. Okay. Because okay. I've never gotten there. Okay. Um, I do area codes. So okay. I'm like I, I have I have a boo in <laughs> the Bronx I have a boo in Brooklyn I have a boo upstate I have a this you're my DC boo like you know whatever in Jamaica that's how I do poly in Jamaica but Jamaica is a whole other thing whatever um, and I just found that yeah I don't I don't know I can't tell so you're not communicating with all these people every single day are you it depends hmm. on what. Our relationship is okay. I, no, I'm speaking because no, for just, myself, like as a single person that's dating, even like I get to three guys in what I now refer to as my rotation, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm good. I can't anymore. Like so I gotta figure out how to drop somebody. So that, so that would be like, like three. three. Yeah. 
Okay. Or, or maybe two because like three I'm just, I'm like okay y'all are y'all all want a little bit too mm-hmm. much from me at one time but then again it's like it's dating it's not right I'm in this open relationship and you know that oh I'm busy tonight because I'm with my partner you know what I'm saying right, right. there's definitely time management yeah there's definitely prioritizing yeah. you know sometimes you gotta triage right <laughs> <laughs> exactly back to you know do who's you, giving you the less right. the least amount of drama mm-hmm. who is not you know whatever mm-hmm. what do you think our number is honestly I don't know I the one thing as a male that I always have to combat is the expectation, patriarchal expectation. Like, as the man, every woman I've interacted with me wanted to be the man. Mm-hmm. So, like, that means paying for the dates and... I ain't got that much money. Doing all... Yeah, I would I imagine. I mean, Let me tell you, you, got, like, you have multiple girlfriends like me. Oh, too. baby. You'll be broke. You broke. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, when I find... For me, it's not based off how many, it's their expectation. Okay. I could have seven if all of them didn't have patriarchal expectations. Mm. What are your needs? What are your needs? Like, I can, my saturation is based off their needs. Okay. Right now, I would say I'm working with about four individuals. Okay. Right? Different needs. Older woman, she has less needs. She's just like, look, I'm sad. I just want to spend time with you. You don't have to pay for anything. Right. Younger individual, ah, party up. Let's go to happy hour. I don't have no money, so you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Someone you live with, always blend this toilet paper or not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and then there's somebody else is still like, you know, like Mono Bay. You still have to act kind of monogamous with it. So Wait, like, what do you mean act kind of monogamous? So, so when I say Mono Bay, it's like... Like, she's completely monogamous. Right, right, right. Like, completely. Like, she's not talking to anybody but you. Yes and no. She's doing the dating... She's the dating thing. ...type thing. Okay. But she acknowledges that I have other people, and it's cool with her. And... But we interact in a certain way. It's... She doesn't... Because I said it out straight. A big reason for me for Polly isn't just having multiple people. Like, when I was monogamous, I've honestly had more... And this is a huge thing I say to guys all the time. And they're like, what? I've had more sex when I was monogamous because it was easier. Mm. I don't have to sit here and explain to you a relationship structure. I don't have to. I can just say, yo, I'm single. Let's hit this happy hour. If you like me enough, you probably won't drop the drawers. It just is what (laughs) it is. Like, you know, no shade to the women that don't drop the drawers. Keep your drawers on because that's your preference. But there's a lot who are just going because... Sexuality's like that, and it should. And be we're grown. And we're, we're grown, grown as hell out here. And just do and it. If you decide like, you want to have sex with somebody, you, you can sex. have sex you without have sex. all of the extra, all the drama. And as a monogamous individual, or someone claimed it was a lot easier because I didn't have the explanation to do. Well, after you do that explanation, they're like, "Oh, oh. Well, I don't know." Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> right. Da 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 da. So for me, it's never been about sex. It's always been about being fulfilled emotionally, mentally, and relationally. And another term that we don't often like to talk about as Americans is economically. Mm-hmm. Like, think about it. Imagine if you had a group of individuals who all loved each other buying houses together, buying land, buying resources, and using that for the betterment of the entire cue or what we call a polycule. polycule. My, and what, I, what is a polycule? A, polycule, a couple. A couple. Like, but a couple of, is two. Think of like a polycule is a collection of people. Like, think of a molecule. You know, it has all its different working parts. Right. Polycule. 
So it's like multiple couples. I mean, there's, a, there's yeah. a lot of fun poly terms, like yeah. thruple. Thruple. That's like a three. three. Quad. Quad is four. You know. And so those are four people that are that all, all interact with. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But polycule is a more generic term, term too. It's like a complex. Complexities of multiple, you know, we're not, yeah. we're not specifying right. the numbers, numbers or, or the interactions between the two because you get V's, so Maybe that's when someone one's connected to two, but the two aren't connected to each right. other. There's just so mm. many different combinations of interactions. Yeah, so. sounds this is like another it. episode. Yeah, I'm like, right. we have to do part two. Right, we're going to have to do part two because this yeah. is getting lengthy. Yeah. Um, but my last question is I know we talked about kids. Um, what is the like? What is the final outcome for this? Like, do you guys want to be married? Not even just to each other, but just in life. Do you want to be married? Like, or do you just live? Day or by day? yeah, like you said, like in the moment. Is it in the moment every single day for the rest of your life, or is there are there hopes for marriage? When I okay, I'll say it for <laughs> me personally, both and. But when I say is there hopes for marriage, I hear is there hopes for monogamy. And that's problematic for me. What about an open marriage? Are we talking legally or are we talking about what we do in our private? Well, uh, legally marriage. married to the person, but within your marriage, you all have said, you know, we're open to being with other Unfortunately, people. Unfortunately, it's hierarchical. Unfortunately, marriage is specific for a certain population. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't respect our lifestyle. Because that would make not, that person your protect, main partner. It means that other all. people are not don't have the same benefits mm. they don't you know there's there's major discrimination against people who you know if we're non hierarchical a marriage indicates certain things that so, that's your main partner and yeah, society yeah. Mm-hmm. and into the individual mm-hmm. looking at the history of marriage well i can never compete with your wife so i can't really so i mean i feel like people would right. go into that so as a, and so as a male i don't even I think marriage is a great thing to promise yourself to somebody for the rest of your lives. That's a promise I I could make to more than one person, honestly. So traditional marriage is not something. Monogamous marriage is not my end goal. Okay, I'm not monogamous. Okay. Now marriage, if I had a partner that was okay with just getting married, married and using the benefits to benefit the whole entire cool, cool. Because I'm all about working the system. Right. Like fuck the system. Fuck the system and how they created it. Mm -hmm. But. It, it draws down to that. Now, shout out to the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom. Shout out to all the poly-oriented organizations that are working to have polyamorous marriages legalized. In Berkeley, California, on the local level, they're already being recognized. Hmm. In different areas, they're being recognized. Um, there's a person... Well, let me not say that because they're not open about that. But there are people running for a position of political power that are polyamorous mm-hmm. in multiple local areas as well as state and federal government. Mm-hmm. But because they are poly, they keep it on the hush because they know that would kill their campaign. Mm-hmm. Right. So, shouts out to all the people who want to live out but can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would probably be open to marriage again. Um, but I... You know, it's like thinking about ideally, I wouldn't mind a husband and a wife. Mm-hmm. 
and a girlfriend and a boyfriend. Yeah. I don't know. You know. So you would want the, the marriage possible. to be like legal. You would that's want it to be legal with possible. all the parties. Right. It's not. So that's so, why. And with the possibility of me having another husband. Mm-hmm. But that's not mm-hmm. that's not possible that's yet. Not so though. because it's not possible, am I going to be willing to sacrifice my real dreams? Mm-hmm. Right. So I know. don't know. So marriage know. isn't the end goal. Well, no, mon- monogamous marriage isn't your end goal either. Because marriage is an agreement. End goal. I want kids. I want financial I, stability. Yeah. I want love. I want to be happy. I want to be free. So I don't know. Is marriage a part of that or not? It can or cannot be. Like I'm more so like, are we healthy? Mm-hmm. Cool. Are we living in abundance? Right. Are we? And I mean, to some people, that means marriage. Like, yeah, but to others, it doesn't. So, like, that's what me, I want to travel. Right. right. You know, like, would I rather a wedding or to be like? Let's go to Japan. Like, like we got to. We would rather go to Japan. Let's go to Japan. You know. So, if people wanted to get more information or to be properly informed about polyamorous relationships Google where well yeah Google but are there any (laughs) credible sources that you all would direct them to so I'll definitely say more than two dot com that's the one on one more than two dot com yeah Yeah, and that comes with a book okay which is a whole book there's um, if you're a person of color, because more than two is written by somebody who is white, mm-hmm. and it does not necessarily feed into POC, mm-hmm. um, even though there is overlap because love is love ultimately and how we interact, whatever, da da da. Right. But if you're into the racial divide thing, look at the Journal of Black Sexuality and Relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, there are Facebook groups that massive amounts, everything from black and poly to Latino and poly to Asian and poly to black and poly lesbians to black and poly doms to black and poly. There are communities that you can connect with to get information with. And just know that if you are considering these things, you're not alone. Okay. Um, Do you, I know you aren't out, so I'm just going to ask you, Chris, do you have any social media that you'd like to plug um, if people wanted to follow you? Yeah, definitely. Um, At Mr. Tenability or all of them. Okay. Um, And you'll just, you know, I live my life. Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, Twitter. all of it is at Mr. Tenability. Okay, cool. Well, I want to thank you guys so much. Like, I really feel like we need a part two because I, I know, feel like, like we need to deep dive into this more. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, thank you so much for you know agreeing to come onto the podcast. Yes. Um, we are going to um wrap up here. Tasha, you want to plug your social media girlfriend? Fiance. Yes. Hey. Fiance. Hey. Go to my uh, Instagram. You can see my engagement pictures. But <laughs> <laughs> so um, you can follow me at Miss Tasha Ray, M I I Z T A S H A R A E, or Natasha Ray S I G on Twitter. Um, yeah, that's me. And then, of course, you want to make sure that you're following the podcast 29, the words. 
88 on Instagram um, and Facebook. And then on Twitter, we're at 29 underscore 88. If you have a listener question that you want to submit, feel free to email us at 2988podcast at gmail.com. We will be back next week with another episode. And um, we can't wait to chat with you guys. Um, Have a great week. Say bye, you guys. Bye. Peace and love, passion, and pleasure. Turn the fuck Passion and pleasure, yes. (laughs)